What makes you special that you could do this? I'm not. There's nothing about me any more special than anybody yeah. else. I mean, in fact, I mean, I can look back on times when I say, you know what? This is not what I thought I would be doing or even what I wanted to do or be involved in. But without fail, every single time. I take so much more away than what I brought to it. And it's not about me. It's never yeah. about me. Yes. And I just offer up what I have within me yeah. and others team seem to respond to that. And they offer what they have with them. And I'm, I walk away saying, thank you, Lord, for that experience. All right. We are back with Iron Sharpens Iron, this podcast out of Calvary Chapel Northeast. I'm Jim Turnage, and I'm here today with my friend, James. Who I feel like is, uh, I don't have a brother, but I kind of feel like you'd be a brother to me. And that's a good feeling. James, you were the um, one of the first people we met when we came here. You, you're, and for a lot of people, you're a greeter at the door. Absolutely. And very faithful at that. And uh, you were part of the, <laughs> the feeling of being at home when we're showing up at a new church. And, and um, we've, we've had many breakfasts since then. Mm-hmm. Prayers since then, good Absolutely. conversations since then. Um, and uh, at church, you are kind of our prayer guy, right? Can you tell me a little bit about your role here with uh, prayer at Calvary Chapel? Well, that, that's, that's something I kind of came into just by accident. There's no f- official designation as a prayer leader or prayer you know, guidance or anything like that. The prayer guy? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I just, uh, I've been blessed to, to be able to connect with people yeah. in a way that has led to a positive um a positive way of, of reaching people and mostly through prayer or through conversation or through just general interactions with people, you know, whether it's a good morning or a good evening or whether it's just a, Hey, how you doing? You know? Yeah. And, and I just, uh, it's something that that's always been attractive to me and, and, and just making that connection. I can remember back from my time as a, uh, growing up, you know, and my parents had a business and I worked in that business and customer relations, basically, you know, serving people. And it's something that always stuck with me. So throughout the, throughout my entire life, it's something that I've just found very natural. And so from greeting people at doors, but, and, and that has led into the prayer ministry because instead of just a, a general conversation, you're actually, it's a more intimate connection. It's a more intimate, uh, uh, one-on-one with people or in a group setting, you know, that, uh, yeah. and, and people tend to be very open and very honest and very, uh, willing to share what's going on with their lives. You know, sometimes it's praise and in a prayer situation, mm. but so many times it's not. So just that they would honor me with coming and seeking me for something like that to, to be a part of, not necessarily lead all the time, but just to be yeah. a part of, you know, just humbles me. And, and I, I really appreciate their confidence in me for doing that. And so here at Calvary Chapel Northeast, you know, I've kind of taken on the, the Friday morning prayer situation, yeah. which has moved around over a period of time from various days and morning, but it's a 6 a.m. prayer. But uh, uh, even though even though there's lots of Friday mornings, when I'd be, it'd be really nice to sleep in a little bit because I do travel <laughs> yes. from about 30 minutes away. Yeah. Um, without fail, each and every time that I come and I lead and I facilitate, it, it's a blessing on so many levels to me personally. And, uh, and I would, I would just wouldn't change a thing about it. 
Yeah. So, I mean, we, <clears throat> as believers, prayer is part of our life. Mm-hmm. What, like you talk about those Friday mornings, what, how does that change you? How does that, what does that do in you? What does prayer become for you? Again, prayer just becomes a just another way for me not only to interact and communicate with people that are important to me, people I need to get to know better because as we have a relationship as, as Christians and as brothers and sisters in Christ, it, it prayer gives me that opportunity to draw closer to, to the people that are near me, this church family. And yeah. that's what it is. It's a, it's a church family. Yeah. And, and just be able... To have someone that would be willing to open up and say, hey, can you pray for me about this? Mm. Because that is something hard to ask people to do. Yeah. I mean, because there's so much fear out there nowadays, you know, beyond the, the walls of the building of our church, you know, that people are afraid to. But I've also found that it does open a lot of doors. Yeah. And it does it does give me opportunities I would necessarily wouldn't have with somebody to change our perspective on prayer to change our perspective on communications and and with one another and being open, you know, in this society that we're living in now, it's all about, you know, a lot of people like, you know, don't bring things up. Don't, don't, you know, give people your burdens or stuff like that, but for fear of, you know, many different things. It could be because, you know, someone's going to use it against me. Someone's not going to like me because of it, but I find all that falls away when it, when it's a true, opportunity to to pray with someone and to yeah. and then just builds what do you think what do you think it is about prayer that opens that door it's god there's yeah. no doubt about what it is it's a relationship with god because it's a where as a christian i am blessed to have a personal relationship with jesus yeah and, and the triune god and but by having that personal relationship and understanding how valuable that is to me, when I can open up someone else to that same reality, give them an opportunity to glimpse at where I'm at in my relationship, it yeah. draws people in. Yeah. And it shows them there's something beyond what we have now and that there's there's someone else that we can rely on wholeheartedly yeah. and, and without fear. And so that's what prayer does for me. It opens me up. And then I can share that with others. Yeah. There's something so awesome and powerful about that ability to invite something to something deep and intimate mm-hmm. and, and vulnerable. Absolutely. Um, and it does. It, it opens, it breaks down barriers and it opens doors and it's so good. Um, so one of the things when I think of you, James, and I feel like we've had this conversation now a couple of times mm-hmm. just in the last few days. <laughs> But I admire how you have allowed that that reality that you're talking about, or what prayer means to you, that intimacy. But that's that's kind of turned into a platform of ministry for you, absolutely at your at your job. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a little bit about what's going on there, what you're seeing? Well, in my work, I, I am I'm truly blessed to be, to work amongst a a, a family business. And I've been at it for a long time now, and uh, but it's a it's a it's a business with understanding that people are human, people have needs beyond what the work is, right? And what the and what they're expected, and and I have found that as I continue my relationship with Christ, and I continue to grow in that, and I continue to live that out, and I try to be 
I try to be open about that. I, I don't shy away from conversations. I don't shy away from proclaiming him. I don't hide it. You yeah. know, I mean, as you can you see my shirt I'm wearing right now, this is an amazing, <laughs> which is an amazing shirt. shirt. I love it. I, it is. And such it, a it's not on the camera. I don't know, but Jesus took a nap at believe Jesus. Jesus took naps. <laughs> yeah. Be like Jesus. Yeah. Be like Jesus. There and we go. This shirt starts more it's conversations, so whether, you know, and I can wear this freely to work without any fear of repercussions or anything yeah. like that. But I try to also be humble and honest about it. I yeah. say, you know what? This is a workplace, and we need to do this during certain times of, like, breaks or lunch or different things like that. You know, and I do have opportunities for one-on-one conversation. But we do have each morning at uh, at a, a specified time at work, it's during break time, that whoever wants to come and have prayer is welcome to come into my office and we'll have prayer. You know, sometimes it's just a couple of us or sometimes it's my, me by myself, but we've had upwards of, you know, 10, 12 people at a time in there just because the doors open Yeah, and we have people of many different, uh, viewpoints as far as faith is concerned, whether it's different, uh, you know, denominations or different, uh, or people just who are agnostic or people Mm -hmm. who are maybe even atheistic at times, because I try to be genuine in that. And, and I've been blessed again in the workplace that I have been allowed to do that. And I don't know if that will be the case forever, but for right now, right. I'm thankful that I do have the opportunity to do that. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's attractive to people when they see something, they see a group of people standing together, you know, not focused on anything, but, you know, how can I serve God? How can I serve others? You know, yeah. it, it's not about the work. It's not about the job. It's not about that. It's an escape yeah. for many people to say there's something more important beyond this. That's so good. So, so help, just help me get the picture. Um, so you got that short break. Yeah. People come in, are they, are they telling you requests and then you're praying for them? What, what does that dynamic look like? Uh, just generally like anything, like, uh, uh, just use the example of Friday morning prayer here. You know, we all, whoever's here, you know, we sit down generally and we just have a short conversation. You know, what do we need prayer for? Yeah. You know, and some people are, are open and willing to express, you know, what's going on in their life. There's something they want to be specific about, you know, we, whether it's a family member or a situation or whatever it may be, yeah. you know, we can, we can get that specific if we want, or, you know, you get lots of times you get a lot of general prayers, you know, right. just for health and various yeah. things. And then you got some that come in that just want to be a part of it, not necessarily putting anything out there, but that's the thing about our God. Yeah, you know, we don't have to voice that in any way. Yeah. You know, God understands why we are standing there, why we are gathering together in prayer. Yeah, He knows what needs to be prayed, and you know, I don't say I do it pre- you know, perfectly because I do forget sometimes when you know people ask for things to be prayed. But I also know that God understands that. Yeah, and I can, and there's nothing that says I can't go back later and pray for it again. Right, and do it. Right, but uh, I, I just try to. <clears throat> I want people to come in and be comfortable. Yeah, and willing to whatever level they're at, you know, and like I said, we have many different people to come in, you know, some are okay in groups. Some just want a little one-on-one time. And it's amazing to me how God works that out. Cause you know, some mornings when it's like, when you got multiple people in there, it gets kind of quiet, you know, and people just want a general prayer. But sometimes when it's just a one-on-one, that's when people will really open up and say, Hey, I really need prayer for this. What can we do? And so we do. And it's not just me doing it. You know, I encourage other people in the group to pray. 
And, you know, we, we would, you know, some are willing to step up and do it. And some, you know, yeah. say, I just can't pray like you. I said, don't, don't pray like me, pray like you. Yeah. How do you pray? You yeah. just have that conversation. It's not me. It's nothing I'm doing that's special. Yeah. Cause it's God understands. Yeah. I, I love this so much because it's not, it, it's such a humble, um, relational introduction to God for these people. Mm-hmm. And you're not, you're not coming in with, Hey, uh, I'm a Christian and you got, you know, it's like, you're not doing that. You're not coming in debating what's right or wrong. Is there a God? Is there not a God? You're just going, look, I pray. Yeah. I've seen God answer prayer. I know the power of that. How can I pray for you? And and people are responding to that. And then, and then your job's done because it gets, Absolutely. God's going to work. And, and he may, he may use you in that process. They may come to you for other things, but, but I just love it. It's, it's like, you don't have to be a, a seminary student to be able to do this. Yeah. It's just, you just gotta, you just gotta have a relationship with the creator of the universe. And, Absolutely. and that's what we got. Mm-hmm. I love that, man. It's so good. And, and that, and that's something I see because even, even during beyond the designated time that we have, I still have people throughout the day come through and say, Hey man, can you pray for something for me? You know, and I'll, and I'll take a moment or two and pray with them. And, yeah. or, you know, just people who come in and say, you know, I really appreciate you doing this. And, and I love to hear the stories of when prayers are answered. Yes. That was back. my next question. And it does. Tell me a story. Well, I, I can speak of, of several things, but uh, I had a gentleman come in and he had a family member who had uh, disappeared you know, they, mm. and they didn't know the situation. They basically had run away in a way. And, and so they hadn't had communications for several days with people. And so this gentleman came in and said, man, can you just pray that this person will reach out and just let us know that they're okay. And, and I can honestly say, we prayed about it. And within 15 minutes, they <laughs> called this person so and said, I just want to let you know, I just felt compelled. I just need to talk. I'm okay. Don't worry about me. I'm okay. Wow. I'm not thinking, but, but that, uh, obviously. So so I got to ask. Yeah. Was, were they in the room? I mean, what was that conversation like after that phone call with that individual? Uh, They they had left and then they came back. Like I said, within a few minutes, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And they said, you're never going to believe this. They called me on my phone. That's so good. And they said, I just felt compelled to let you know that I'm okay. And, and, you know, don't worry about me. I'm okay. And that was what yeah. they were asking for. Just, yeah. just the acknowledgement that they're okay. Yeah. And, you know, nothing really bad had happened, but you know, people, people are like that sometimes. And so how, that, good, I, how good is God? I mean, just, God that's, is amazing. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's so but good. That's an example. Obviously you have prayer for healing, praying for, you know, obviously you want good test results for, you know, yeah. removing you know, worry from their own personal health, uh, family yeah. health, different things. Uh, and it's just amazing to see our God at work and answering yeah. those prayers and, and giving clarity and giving understanding when we yeah. have none and we're scared. He brings us comfort. And, and through the prayers, I, I find a lot of comfort, not only for myself, but for those that I'm praying with. Yeah. And they're just like really appreciative. Yeah. Now I can imagine somebody listening to this podcast going, Oh, well that that's good, but that's James. Mm-hmm. Um, what makes you special that you could do this? I'm not. There's nothing about me any more special than anybody yeah. else. I mean, in fact, I mean, I can look back on times when I say, you know what? 
this is not what I thought I would be doing or even what I wanted to do or be involved in. So, you know, there was some times it's kicking and screaming, you know, and, and I can, yeah. like I said, we talked about earlier with the Friday morning prayer coming in here at 6 a.m. and, and being there, you know, there's lots of mornings. It'd be nice to sleep in and, but without fail every single time I take so much more away than what I brought to it. And it's not about me. It's never yeah. about me. Yes. And I just offer up what I have within me yeah. And others team seem to respond to that and they offer what they have with them. And I'm, I walk away saying, thank you, Lord, for that experience. Right. Because yeah. I wouldn't have known these things. I wouldn't have had this opportunity to see God at work in other people's lives you know, if I wasn't participating in this. Yeah, for sure. So we're, we're looking at this from the end, from the current perspective of this is where you're at. But what did this look like in the beginning? It was like, what? What kind of journey was it? What what was God doing? And um, how did you build, How did, or even how did God build the trust for these people to, or you, the courage to even put this out there as you start way back in the beginning? I would have to say it's, be, it, it's, a, it's a period of growth over time in my own walk. Mm. Because, you know, there was a time when I was a new Christian and I was shy and, and I was uneasy about putting things out there and, and praying for people because one, I didn't know how to pray properly, Okay, but there really is no right or wrong way right. to pray. But for a lot of people and for myself included, it, it was this, okay, I got to, I got to do this right. I've got to say yeah. the right words. I right. have to act the right way. I have to, all these things. We create expectations that Absol- don't exist. Absolutely. And then disqualify ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. And to me, those are excuses. Those yeah. are excuses instead of trusting and what he does for us and what he offers us. Yeah. I, I put my own attitudes and my own ideas in, yeah. in front of that, you know, and, and I say many times before, when you go in with prayer, how many times has any one of us done that? When we pray, we take our burdens to the door, we throw it up there on the altar and everything like that. And then we tie a string to it. So when we walk away, <laughs> we can drag it back with We're us. We're dragging it with us. Yeah. We drag it with us. And I, I'm no <clears> different. <throat> You know, and yeah. I still have that occasionally yeah. or I do that yeah. wrong. And I, I profess nothing of perfection because I am no way at all, you know, well versed in this, great at this in any way. It is all because of the Holy Spirit working within me yes. and opening up my heart and mind, helping me to see and understand, helping me to understand when I need to be quiet and listen or yeah. when I need to step up and speak. And, and that's that's all because of that's all because of God. Yeah. So he said that it's been growth in your life. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, what 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 were some of those growth points or realizations or um, what did that look like as God was bringing you along to create? I don't know. Was it a boldness? Would you say or what? What is it? Obedience? What What is it? It's a passion. Okay. I, I think passion is better dis- uh, better descriptive of what I, I feel. Um, I, when you know, just a brief history of who I am or what I am. I was not raised in a Christian home. Uh, it was a, it was a good home. It was a, my mother and father and family. And, and it was a, it was a good home. They never stressed anything about a relationship with God. They never discouraged it in any way, shape or form. It just wasn't important. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't something that was there, but I can look back honestly over all of my life. And I can say, I've always had an understanding that there is something beyond me, that mm. there is a God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I didn't understand who God was. I didn't have that personal relationship, but there was something within me that said that I know that God exists. 
So there was never any doubt in me about any of that. But as I continued to get older and curiosity, I, I would go to church off and on with family or friends or with friends mostly. Um, and it wasn't until later when I met my wife that it really solidified it because she was just very passionate very passionate about Christ, very passionate about serving uh, people and all of these things, which uh, it just, I gravitated towards that. Yeah. And it says, okay, this is what I need and what I'm missing. And so as I've continued to grow in Christ and I've been to different churches, different denominations, different uh, styles of worship, different, I count all of that as building a foundation because I, I didn't know what all this meant. Yeah. And, and I've been blessed to have good people that's been along the way to <clears throat> guide me and help me to see and understand, you know, this is, this is where it starts and this is where you build from. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's good. Tell me, so tell me what it looked like in the beginning, the first time you ventured out there and said, Hey, can I, can I pray for you? You know, at work, um, at work, it, it was just, again, it was being open. And being genuine in my relationship with Christ and being, uh, and showing that, you know, not hiding it, not pretending I'm not someone who I am. I, right. I would, you know, you go into my office <clears throat> and there is a cross hanging on the wall. Yeah. Um, there are, you know, scriptures in various areas, things like that. And I don't hide that. And like I said, luckily I'm blessed. That that's yeah. not an issue where I'm at. Um, I'm surrounded by wonderful people. I work with uh, a lady on a daily basis who's just an amazing Christian lady, her and her husband and their family. It's just, uh, uh, you know, we're brothers and sisters yeah. in more ways than one. Right. And, and it's just uh, so, but I have been blessed with people in my life that have given me an understanding and a confidence to step out and say, Hey, you know, let's, let's do this. Let's do that. And, and just trying to be genuine with people and listening to their concerns and, and trying not to, one of the biggest challenges for me is, is my natural tendency is I want to fix things. Right. You know, You're not alone in that. I, I just, you know, okay, you bring me a problem. I want to fix it. Yeah. And, and that humbles me in many ways because I have to look and say, you know what? I really can't fix this. This is beyond me. Mm. And so I turn to Christ for that. Yeah. And I show people that and, yeah. and I tell them that. And I think that's one thing that you, and when you tell me things, you know, I take our relationship and I take what you tell me very seriously. Yeah. And I take it to the point where, you know, I don't discuss with other people if yeah. they ask me not to. And I try to honor what they're telling yeah. me and their, their openness. And, and I think people see that as, true in me and yeah. are willing to trust me with things that are maybe unpleasant or things that yeah. they're not proud of. Right. But then also tell them, I said, you know what? I've been where you're at. I you know, I fail daily. Yeah. I have to repent daily. And that's part of my prayer life yeah. is, you know, I will never be perfection, but I am, you know, working through the justification and that process that Christ builds in each of us. Yeah. And I want to get there. And I think people see that. Yeah. And they're okay with that. You know, I can, I can talk to him. Yeah. I hear a couple of things when you're talking, I hear one, you're, you're being authentic. Mm -hmm. And I mean, in a couple of ways, one is I'm, I'm a Christian. And so I'm not going to not be a Christian at work. Right. That doesn't mean you're like going to work and you're like a Bible thumper, but you're, you're like, this is who I am. Right. And so you're being genuine and authentic in that. But even in the authenticity, I think sometimes Christians feel this pressure of, 
I have to present a perfection that doesn't exist in me yet. Like, okay, God, when I become a Christian, everything's aces, everything is super happy, go lucky. You know, it's like, but the reality sure. is, is I'm a work in process, in process Absolutely. and, and I'm still, I still fail. And, and, and so you're being authentic, you're being genuine, even in going, look, I don't get this right all the yeah. time. And, and I think that's super, super important. The other thing that I see that, I, that interests me in this is, is, is you are not, in some ways you're not doing anything that anybody else, Christian or non-Christian doesn't do. Mm-hmm. You are in an environment where you're building relationship with people and, and, and people are going to talk. Yeah. And, and if you earn trust and you have a character that builds that, they're going to tell their story. Yeah. But what you've done is you've taken it an easy next step. It seems to me is like you hear that story, then you go, can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. Um, how simple of that transition it is and how powerful that is to, to do that. But, but, was, but many of us stop and don't. It wasn't always like that. There, 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 yeah, there was tell a, me about that. There, I mean, there was a long time, you know, in, in my Christian walk where I wasn't very open. I wasn't very, for fear of appearing either hypocritical or of just my own self-doubt yeah. about, you know, do I really know how to do this or <clears throat> do I know what I'm talking about? Right. A- am I being genuine in this? And, you know, there's times when, you know, yeah, I can look back upon my life and I can say, you know, maybe I wasn't walking the best with the Lord at this point, like so. Yeah. And, and, but also that, that brings it to my, it brings it to my mind and my heart because when I recognize my own failings, and I don't shy away from that with share with people. And I can share my life experiences, whether it's, uh, you know, in dealing with addictions and dealing with, uh, you know, culture and dealing with life and work and, you know, death and, and everything else that happens. You know, I can say I've been there. I understand that. Yeah. You know, I, I've walked similar yeah. to your path. I mean, I haven't walked your exact path, but I've walked very similar paths that you're on right yeah. now. And so I have a frame of reference in my own mind and heart that I draw upon and just, and I just, I want people to see that. And, yeah. and now I just, I'm Christian. Thank the Lord for that. Thank the Lord that he accepted me and yeah. called me and gives me the opportunity, but that doesn't make me better than you in any way, shape or form. Right. I just, I just understand the path I'm on a little bit clearer than maybe you did. Yeah. And, and so I, I hope that comes across to people. And I think it does that they see that, you know, there is something different and, and I've had that, that very thing posed to me as far as a question, how are you happy all the time? Well, I'm not happy all the time. I have, I have my own problems, you know, yes. yeah. and stuff, but I also find comfort when I rest in the, in Christ, when I rest there. Yeah. I can find comfort and peace and it's not always finding happiness there, but I can find joy in who I serve. And I know that there's a life beyond this life. And so I try to represent that to people and say, you know, Hey, there's a different way of looking at things. Yeah. Yeah. You're representing a truth, not Mm. a fabrication. It's like, and this truth has changed your life. Right. Yeah. That's so good. Um, What has it been like to, like, how did you start to, how did you get to the point where you, you're, you have a, a group at a time and, and it's like, Hey, come in. It's like, 
Because see, that seems like a different step than just, uh, hey, we're having a conversation. Can I pray for you? Yeah. How'd you get to that point? It's about consistency. Okay. It's about making sure that at this time, each day on work days, when I'm there at work, I'm available. I'm available for prayer. I'm available for people to come talk to, you know, and this is their, their designated break time. And, and, you know, I try to honor the company by not going into what should be work time and, and, but just being consistent, say, I'm here. If you need to speak, come see me, Yeah, you know, and, and that's the biggest thing. If people can count on you to be available to pray at a certain time, a certain day, they're, they're in for that. And, and I find where people sometimes, you know, that's, they, they plan their break around that. Wow. Yeah, and they, they make a point to being in my office or around the office area at a certain yeah. time because I know it can do that. Yeah. You know, and, and like I said, it's like anything else, the prayer, you know, I, I wish there was a hundred people. I wish everybody in the, the plant was in there every single day, right. but it doesn't work like that. And so there's ebbs and flows. There are days, like I yeah. said, when we have a few and some, we have a, a several, and there are some days it's just me. Yeah. But even at that point in time, they know that at this time they can walk in the office and say, Hey, can you pray yeah. for me? Or can we pray together? Or can you, can we talk about it? And it, it leads beyond prayer. It's not always prayer time. There, there's uh, questions uh, about the Bible, about relationships. It leads to other about, stuff, right? It leads. It opens yeah. other doors. Yeah. It certainly, it truly does. And, and I've had many wonderful conversations that I have benefited from in many ways, you know, perspectives on, on scripture or, or worship or various things. And, and I can hopefully enlighten other people, enlighten them to maybe how I see things. And, uh, and yeah. it leads to amazing conversations. Yeah, that's good. Because I think it... For, for many Christians, and I know I've been there myself, how to bridge that gap to those conversations seems huge. Mm-hmm. And it seems like a scary thing, but, but what a simple, easy thing to just go, hey, how can I pray for you? And then to be consistent in that and be genuine in that and then see God at work. And then that gap where you're like, those conversations that you want to have, those just kind of happen. Yeah. How cool is that? That's that's. That's amazing. It is. It is. And I'm a blessed, I'm blessed because I'm able to be a part of it. And and again, it's because of doors that God has opened and and that relationship with Christ and people seeing that and just being open about that because of that. Yeah. So I'm grateful for that. All right. So the next question, I, I, I have experienced this fear myself. And, and maybe you, you've experienced it too. And I'm sure if somebody's listening, they're like, they might be experiencing the fear right now, even as they think about this. <clears throat> the fear of, what if I pray and God doesn't do anything? You, has that been part of your experience? How do you wrestle with that? Or what advice would you give to go, man, what, what, if, I, what if I pray right now over this serious issue and God doesn't show up or, or, or even to start even twist it, go, what if I pray wrong and so he doesn't respond or, you know. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. And, and, and I, I can't 
say that I never had those issues or those doubts or those things like that. But I've also arrived at a place because I've been doing it long enough now to realize that, you know, God shows up in many different ways. Yeah. You know, I can't help but sometimes you think of songs and, and I associate a lot with music. Yeah. And as people at work will tell you that they'll come in and they'll say something, I'll turn anything to a song. And, <laughs> and I, it's just silliness, but it also, it also puts people at ease. Yeah. And it put, you know, when I, I I just make up something on, on the fly or whatever, and I just throw it to a tune that they know. And, and it's just people are people are, are happy with that. It puts a smile on their face. But I also know, you know, I think of like Garth Brooks. You know, Thank God for unanswered prayers. You know, because yeah. God does show up. He just may not show up in the way that we want yep. him to show up. He yeah. may not show up in the way that we even like for him to show up. Yeah. You know, God, he, he hears the prayers. And I find comfort in the fact that, you know, through my own life and through some of the ups and downs I've been through and, and challenges and things that I prayed hard and I cried and I, I cried out to God and everything that were not realized, you know, it didn't go the way I wanted it to go. Yeah, for sure. But I can also look back and say, you know what? Thank you, Lord, because yeah. even though in the midst of turmoil and hardship and, and being afraid, you were there. I just didn't recognize you many ways, at least until after yeah. the fact. And, and it, without a doubt, that's what God does. He shows up. He yeah. shows up for us and he, he says, okay, I hear your cry and I understand what you want, but my plan is better. And so I just surrender to that. Yeah. And I say, Lord, that's your will. And, and yes, I'm not going to like it. I'm not going to understand it, but I trust you. I trust in what you're doing, whether it's in my own life or people in, around me. Yeah. And I just, I have to give that over to God. Yeah. It's not, <clears throat> it's, it's not your job to answer the prayer. Mm -mm. It's your just job just to pray. Yeah. Yeah. Just like it's not my job to reach the people. It's my job to yep. represent. It's my job to present what, what the truth is and then let the Holy Spirit do the work in their lives. But if I can have a portion of that, a, a, a small part in that, well, thank you. Yeah. Man. I mean, it's, it's, so he's the one that works. Absolutely. And that's so freeing because it's like, I'm not going to be able to do all this. Mm -hmm. I can't answer these things. I can't change these people. I can't, but, but he does the hard work. And then every now and then we just get the blessing to be there when it happens. Absolutely. It's kind of the best of best of everything there. It is. Yeah, it is. I, I agree with that. And again, also look back and I say, you know, things that I have prayed for people that I've prayed with them. I may never cross the path again with them, you know, whether it's a stranger or, or an opportunity, you know, first meeting at someone at church or an outreach, but I know God's working Yeah, and I trust the process Yeah, and I trust that, you know, God's going to take that and use it for his glory. And yeah. I, that just, that's the only way I can find comfort in so many yeah. times. I like what you just said, because I think that's something we could hold on to is we got to just trust, trust the process. This is something God's called us to do. It's something that he's proven to do. It creates intimacy between people. It creates intimacy between people and God. It's like, just trust the process. Yes. I like that. Absolutely. So as you, as thinking about my hope is that somebody might be encouraged by this to go, okay, I have a job, I have people in my community, I have neighbors, um, I got family. Maybe prayer could be a piece that starts to bridge that gap. Um, 
what words of encouragement would you offer somebody that's taking that step and this is a new thing for them? Basically, look at who we serve. Look at all that Christ did for us in sacrificing and God and 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 all, I mean, gone above and beyond anything that we can ever do. And so for me to play some small part in, in furthering his kingdom and furthering his word and bringing people into relationship, that's where I find peace. Um, be bold about it. I mean, bold to a point of where you, you stand up when others sit down, but not to the point where you're, you're just creating a, a stir just to get noticed right because it's never about yeah. me this is not this is nothing to do with me yeah. and and being intentional about how you live making yeah. decisions like I always, I always put this out always remember somebody's watching even when you think you're alone somebody's watching out there whether they can they may not see you but they can hear you uh, they may not be able to hear you but they can see you and so by by representing what Christ has done in my life, I hope to be able to further that in other people's lives and, and don't be afraid of the, don't be afraid of the consequences of being true, true to God. And, you know, God will work it through. You know, I, I know there are people out there that lose their jobs, the people that lose family or friends because of their willingness to serve Christ Mm -hmm. in a way that he's called us to serve. But it ultimately goes down to, you have to serve him first. And you have to be honest in that service because if you're not, you're fooling no one. Yeah. Nothing, you know, and, and people will see that. So I just try to be intentional about how I live and yeah. to recognize my mistakes, recognize my failures. And you're going to fail anytime that you're trying to witness to people or to pray for people. You're going to have times when it's just not going to connect with people. Yeah. But there again, that little seed that was planted it may bring them back to a memory at some point in time, years down the road, say, oh, I remember when, you know, so-and-so prayed for me. You know, maybe there's something I need to go and explore. I have this, you know, something within me that's saying that I need to explore that a little bit more. So the effect, that's just the effect of Christ on my own life, presenting it to those around me. Yeah. I love that in response to that question, you didn't give me a bunch of boxes to check off. Mm -hmm. You, you didn't give me a list. It goes, all right, well, here's step number one. Yeah. Do this and then talk this, say this. What you gave me was you need to, you need to be deeply in love. This is my takeaway, so tell me if I'm wrong, but you just need to be deeply in love with Jesus, mm-hmm. and that needs to transform your life, and then you need to genuinely be that to other people. Yeah, and, and, and that's true, and because there there is no process that you can write down and a check a checklist that you can go by i mean many people try to put that in a book form or all this kind of deal you know here it is here's this how you do the things a step by step but that's not possible because this is an intimate relationship with with christ and and our creator And, and that's unique to me and it's unique to you and whoever's yes. out there, you know, that's going to be your, how you go about this will be unique to you. It'll be your process, but it's because you're inspired there it is. by Christ. Yep. You know, and, and again, there's no right or wrong way to do it. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. All right, James. Well, uh, again, thank you for doing this. I love, I love you, my brother. Uh-huh. 
And I love your passion for prayer. And um, I have and will connect and tap into that. Um, and I'm excited to see what God is doing at your work. And I'm praying that uh, if you're watching this video, that you would be inspired to pray more, that, to pray for others. Um, but, I, but I feel even as we've gone through this, what I really feel my prayer for you is that you would be passionately, intimately um, in relationship with Jesus and that that transforms who you are and it changes perspective and it takes us to places that we would never imagine. Amen. All right. Well, thanks. You've been watching Iron Sharpens Iron, and I pray that you're blessed.